1: Welcome, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you
2: by Rusty Traderwear. Yes, I actually wore their Traderwear shirt the other day. I didn't realize it was short sleeved because I had a long sleeve one and <laughs> I got a short sleeve. I felt like Shannon Knoll. <laughs> it's like all black and I just felt like I should be shearing sheep and yeah. doing manly shit. I've been building. In mine. I could see, because I was outside then. <laughs> I caught you. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Mitchie Taylor. He seems like a trader sort of dude, eh? He'd be all I over it. hook
2: him up a shirt or two. But yeah, the, the clothes are actually legit. I wore some on stage as well the other day. So is it frowned upon to wear it if you're not doing work? I think you No, no, I've been wearing it. it. It looks dressy. That's what I mean. The black collar? Yeah. I've got a black one anyway. But yeah, shout out to Rusty for making us look like we know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: um the code for the trader workwear is trader grin reapers or one word capitals 25 percent discount go to rusty.com.au trader workwear made by
2: surfers for anyone
1: exactly <laughs> even fishermen have been wearing it
2: yeah now they're on. I reckon they're under something. There, it's a smart idea. Yeah, shout out to Rusty. AWA legends always supported us and uh, get around them, lads. A shout out to Luke Clark on the boog from Rusty. What well, was he back on there? Yeah, huh? He was there oh, with Letty and um, Wade. Oh, the Wade Paul. was on the boog. If, uh, represent yeah. legends, and uh, yeah, also manscaped. Oh, keep my balls smelling delicious and looking even more streamlined. <laughs> <laughs> you, yep freshly shaven look at me yes a little bit of gee burn from jits yesterday but yeah the lawnmower 4.0 wouldn't do that to your skin (laughs) exactly it's unclippable. silicon blades waterproof
1: torch chargeable 20% discount with the reaper's code word
2: that's 10% per ball Get look after Manscaped, look after your balls, look after your partner's best interests, and treat yourself.
1: And send the dick pics to Buddha at the <laughs> Trim Reapers.
2: Trim Reapers. We want to see uh, proof of uh, concept and purchase. <laughs> I wanna see some like Merv Hughes mustaches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right,
2: let's jump in there, buds.
0: That's a blind press there. Hey, hey
2: Anyone. <laughs> You're the skinny
0: fat man. Don't have to lose your head. Is your name You should know
1: You're Welcome. Good Sorry to be about back. that little delay this morning. I had a hectic
2: morning. You had the trade eyewear on. you were living.
1: Yeah, I was traded up. <laughs> Mitchy Taylor helping me round. He's. Um, I thought I had it pretty level, and then it's not till he pulls a little machine out
2: that gives you like beep beep. I was a little bit out, but he sorted it. How good is he, eh? Yeah. He's just seen many of concrete pools in his time. This is nothing to him. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for the
1: little mini shed. actually thought maybe potential podcast studio.
2: Yeah. In there. So not a shed or like, what are you going to use it for? Just- who knows what's the original purpose was it extra storage or were you thinking off the top
1: originally it was for storage and then i thought oh if i'm getting concrete poured i'll get it polished and then I was torn to virtue he's like yeah i'll polish it so then i was thinking oh, i'll do it pretty nice and then before you know it i've like bought all like windows and everything and it's
2: yeah it's new podcast studio <laughs> so and it's the only way we could ever get virtue in there from it <laughs> I reckon. yeah we need to do a trap pod hey for sure he'll come around with um
1: with his like sanding disc, and we'll just say, "I'll oh, just hold this a second, It's a microphone. Yeah, do and you know? Bang we, record. I
2: reckon we've got to film it too and make it like a current affair style. <laughs> when the journalists always catch blokes like leaving their shop or their house, and they just spring on them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you reckon? Fucking <So laughs> it. <don't>. Short tour.
2: Tour your life. It's gonna be real quick, buddy. We're the quickest potty ever.
1: Yeah. Oh man. It's How, exciting times. T- t- How was the uh, UFC the weekend? That's the big thing, eh?
2: Yeah, insane. so good. I actually thought I thought the car was pretty fucking boring until <laughs> the Diaz fight. Like even when Hum's up did what he did to Kevin Holland, I was like, yeah, good on you, man. Like, I don't know. I was kind of off the whole couple of days prior. Yeah. I appreciated did how it psycho he was. become a bit gimmicky almost? I was like, man, it's expected. He's, we know how good he is. Thank God Nate wasn't fighting him. <laughs> um, but I was kind of like, man, I don't know. He, he really, he went from being so likable to like, this guy's a fuckwit, yeah, in my eyes. But he's so good. The, the way he was like doing the—is it gambi rolls?
1: Oh, he wasn't grumbling. Yeah, Holland was. He was
2: following him like a late, like a backpack. Yeah, I was
1: floating on him. Yeah, was, that was, was
2: scary. That transition. Hey, yeah, he's next level. His fighting ability. And I, I, I mean, I like how he's leaning into, fuck you, fuck everyone. <laughs> but I don't know. Did Do you it. read much into the? A lot of people saying online that.
1: Holland was gone for the glove touch and he just bum-rushed him.
2: Yeah, what did you think
1: of that? Uh, when I just saw it live, I just thought he was just in kill mode. Like, yeah. wasn't going to stand around to see how good Holland's striking was. He was just like, I'm just going to end it in two minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> and
2: you show everyone how good I am. Yeah. I, I didn't, to be honest, I only haven't watch, re-watched it. So in real time, I didn't even notice that he didn't yeah. touch gloves. I thought he touched gloves and just switched levels Well, quickly. they touched
1: on the speech, like the intro, and then he... It kind of, if you look at it, he kind of almost throws a jab feint, which wasn't a high five, where I think a lot of people kind of thought he was at the start maybe pretending to do the five and then duck under. So I I think he, there was no um, wrong intent, like he wasn't deliberately trying to fake a hand touch and then, you know what I mean? Which would be, that would be low if he
2: did that. Yeah, that would be like you don't want to win any fans over. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. How, uh Savage is the tempo that he sets. He's just yeah. 120%, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, you can't see not him. Not even absorbing strikes in that
2: one. It's hard to imagine him not winning a belt at some stage, right?
1: Oh, yeah, in multiple classes. <laughs> Where would if you like to see cut- him
2: be? What weight class? Because that was a catch weight, 180, right? Yeah. So what, 185 is, is he?
1: Yeah, he could probably do all them weights, really. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you reckon he's one of the most exciting talents in a long time? I guess,
1: yeah. Yep. And you still don't know, like, how obviously the Burns fight was pretty sweet, but he's so untested, like, with that jingling where he just carried him and that Holland one. Like, he, yeah, you still don't really know how good he is.
2: <laughs> I saw in the post fight press conference he has heaps of respect for Whittaker. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, he's eh?
1: Calling him a good guy.
2: Yeah, I guess I don't want to fight him. Yeah. Yeah. But I hope he. Yeah, I hope he tightens up a few ego things though. Yeah. I think he needs to like-
1: Whitaker. to be honest, would be number one worst matchup for him. Yeah. A guy that has better striking, can take a punch and can wrestle.
2: Yeah. And his big frame as well. We don't know what he's like when he gets the extra five pounds on. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, if he can tighten up his sort of overall like behavior and like level up to the standard and expectations that comes with being a superstar, he could be anything. Yeah. Because it was kind of- pretty unprofessional how he missed weight and then well Dana
1: yeah seems to love him eh?
2: yeah that's Dana why people really always care. like oh is it a work but I don't think it is a work because they kind of wanted Diaz to get fucked up They and just too last minute
1: yeah it was just MMA God stepped in and said he you had doing him dirty like that eh?" I think went so. out like a true OG they, that was the like worst case scenario for them eh? releasing him and he just he grows even more
2: yeah how fun was that fight though yeah I saw, someone said, didn't it feel like um, you're witnessing two guys that got let out of jail and they got to fight? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I reckon Ferguson was funny, He looked all right. Yeah. And then Diaz, I love how in Diaz's last fight, potentially, he showcased all his like favorite characteristics and little tricks he does. Yeah. Like it was almost like the perfect farewell, right? Ferguson's a shell of himself for sure. You can see he's lost a
1: step, but Diaz has kind of always looked sloppy. Like the way he just, it's just that volume still in your face, hard to put away guy. Hey. And he, he definitely doesn't look polished, but you think about all his, I guess he was, his, some of his subs used to look really polished, but um, so did his guillotine. <laughs> like That was just, oh no. Yeah. I love but how he flexes. He's
2: just always looks a bit sloppy. he hits, from different angles, right? This boxing, yeah. Like I he, don't
1: want to see him fight Jake Paul. Eh?
2: No, I think he'll lose. <laughs> yeah, I think so. People again keep. I think I swear people just keep forgetting how big Jake Paul is. Yeah, like Diaz and these guys are quite a slight. Yeah, I, like McGregor would get killed if you fought Jake Paul. Diaz is slight; he'd probably get killed as well. Like, he's a fucking big unit. Yeah, and I, I don't just, reckon
1: McGregor would get killed by
2: him. I 100% reckon he'd get knocked out. You reckon? Yeah, 100%. What? I just. McGregor's tiny, man, when you see him. And Jake Paul's, like, big. Yeah, It's a different game if someone that big hits you. It doesn't matter how good you are at martial arts. It takes one hit, as you saw with Woodley.
1: And I guess the gap that might have been at the start is just getting – the longer it goes on till they fight, the better it is for Jake, who's obviously improving out of sight.
2: Yeah, and he's in his prime. He's 25. Like, no doubt McGregor's got the boxing ability, but I think it's just absorbing a couple of punches. It's going to break it slowly if he lands a couple. Yeah. Because he's just way bigger. That's why there's weight classes, right? Yeah. For a reason. I can honestly see Diaz fighting Mayweather. Yeah. I think it's going to happen because Mayweather surely – Business side of things would be thinking, This is perfect for me.
1: And he hinted at that, didn't he? Saying yeah. Saying to finish what Connor tried to start or something.
2: Yeah. I, I didn't know if that was like just the boxing realm and he wants to fight Jake Paul, but I i, I was just thinking, Surely the money plays Mayweather. If yeah. Mayweather would see that and go, This is perfect for him, people would tune in to watch him fight Diaz. Yeah. And then it'll almost ice McGregor a bit.
1: 100%. That would be his move. That's such a Diaz move. Eh? Yeah.
2: And I feel like it's a Mayweather one. Yeah. Because they'll fuck it, they'd make shitloads. They could easily make maybe as much as what McGregor and him made. Yeah. Because Diaz is arguably the biggest star in MMA at the moment. Like you said, his stocks only went up on the exit fight. Yeah. The speed discrepancy would be phenomenal
1: though in that fight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Mayweather would really let him win a couple of rounds. Do you think? Yeah. Just to oh, yeah, just yeah, to let yeah. It out. I mean, Mayweather will fight anyone. Like Jake, the fact that he fought Logan Paul. Yeah. One hundred percent. I'm sure he'd love this Diaz fight. Yeah, he just let, he just have to give him a couple of rounds just for the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he hits from such awkward angles. And he, I, I do like Diaz's flurries though. Yeah, he's pretty slick. He must have. He's pretty
1: long. He's that's what he'd have on Mayweather that length.
2: Yeah, and who's his boxing coach again? Diaz's the one. Was he Pacquiao's coach? Yeah, the older dude. So he's got some pretty good. Yeah, guys he claims in his that he's corner.
1: always boxed.
2: Hey, yeah. That's sort of his original. Was that his original? Funny background?
1: though, his uh at GC's post presser where he's saying his entire camp was wrestling, like no boxing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which showed that guillotine was so fast.
2: Yeah. That's what Ferguson said as well, didn't he? He goes, it's he was probably preparing for that takedown the whole time during his camp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then- I, it just caught him off guard, hey, Ferg. Like he If he had been And same with Ferguson, though, he hasn't probably been training for someone to guillotine him. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of Unexpected for him, yeah. So when, kind of both ways.
2: When you see another black belt get jits, like or get tapped out as well, it must be it must be pretty satisfying when I mean, you know how good Ferguson is at jits, and then you get his number.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just it would kind of suck for Ferguson because he was doing well-ish on the feet.
2: He was. I love his he was he again, he was quite unorthodox doing his spinning elbows and yeah. he was putting on they were putting on a show for the crowd. It, that card needed it. because yeah. I thought well, I thought it was pretty lackluster.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: it was funny, the first fight what was it? The was it the P Rod? D rod? It was um Old oh, mate, oh Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> oh, rewormed
1: himself. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then the cheek fight I actually, when I was watching the Wayans, I was thinking, "Why are they putting this on the card?" And that was actually pretty entertaining the from kick. a from a jitsu perspective. That was um, it was actually a better fight than I thought it would be. And then the yeah, the jingling one was a bit of a that was real lackluster. Like it was probably a good technical fight but it just wasn't exciting yeah and you couldn't tell who won that no one could eh? yeah, not even I, the the crowd
2: were booing I was like what are you guys doing I could
1: understand them booing it yeah. was just wasn't exciting
2: yeah but it's also like you want to see these go- guys took this like if those last three cards were shuffled, it, it'd be hard yeah. to fight someone you haven't really prepared for and he's 10 pounds bigger than you.
1: Yeah. But the crowd, they fucking booed the Queen. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? yeah, yeah, true.
1: They're booing everyone.
2: Hagrid <laughs> was Diaz with like anything that had a monster can. He just chucked it and he just, and then he was putting his Nike shoes on the table. Oh, that
1: but, Nike. I was just picturing Dana White watching on a monitor somewhere. Like. And The Rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Rock
2: would have been fuming. I reckon. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he just does what he wants when he wants. That was He was such a
1: different human once he would finish that fight and got his win. Hey, he was so – just had a joy that you don't normally see in him. He's normally serious and like – but he just looked so – like
2: the biggest weight off his shoulders ever. You look free.
1: Relishing in that Nike hey, on the table.
2: Yeah, so good. <laughs> Probably got paid a backdoor 20 million from Nike to do that as well. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah. it's a st- There's something so wholesome about seeing him and Nick together. Yeah. Don't you think?
1: His love for Nick, it's just outrageous, huh?
2: Yeah. It's like uh, cool to see just the, the brotherly love and the – I don't know. It seems to be Nick really plays that older brother, protective figure yeah. Yeah. To, to Nate and he'd be so proud seeing Nate shine through.
1: Yeah. I can't believe how perfect that all worked out. I don't
2: think what? anyone can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so incredible. But the whole time, everyone – Every podcast you listen to, like, everyone had the sense that that fight wasn't going to happen uh, with Jemayev and Diaz. It just seemed – something didn't seem right, hey, mm. and it wasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, it seems like it was always destiny to be a pull-out or an injury or something along yeah. those lines. I was thinking I also wouldn't be surprised with Jake Paul Anderson Silva if that fight, now that Diaz has won, doesn't – something happens. Yeah. Like someone – gets injured and that fight ends up being binned and their real fight will end up being a reschedule and it will be Paul and Diaz.
1: Yeah, or someone like
2: I, I don't know. I just feel like <coughs> there's options there where it would, nothing would surprise me where the the Anson Silva was a safety net. Yeah. And now that Diaz has won, all can change.
1: Yeah. Did you see the photo of when Jake and Logan were little? And they got a photo with Silva. Yeah, and then they redid it a few years later when they're, when they're bigger. Yeah, so there must be a little bit of maybe respect there between all them.
2: Oh, they're massive fans of him. Yeah, uh, the dad, Jake. Their dad is was a huge is a huge MMA fan, and he that's where he took him to some of the fights when they were younger. Because Jake said that like years ago. I remember he when he was first sort of starting in this boxing gimmick. He mentioned, "Hey, I don't want to fight Silva because I respect him too much." And like just, yeah. but now obviously it's gone down that road. Do you ever see the old
1: school fight? With Silva and um, Meyer. Nah. Damien Meyer. It was fucking so bizarre. It was like, I think it was the first UFC they put on maybe in Abu Dhabi. And um, it went down like Dana just was trashing the fight after. Like Silver kind of got a little bit of a points lead and then just wouldn't engage. And he was just like really doing crazy weird shit. <laughs> you forget how uh, unorthodox Silva was, hey, or is.
2: I heard about that fight. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was yeah. Everyone was booing, and it was like Dana White came out and said that shit happens again. Yeah, like they're both out or something. It was the worst fight I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I think I remember in the fifth, the ref actually stopped him and said, "If you don't engage, I'm <laughs> taking a point."
2: What was he doing? Just like dancing, dancing like- <laughs> around,
1: like literally dancing, and then running in and like doing just really weird movements, and it was just yeah.
2: It wasn't like a fight. It was almost like a show. Like when you mash the buttons, no one knows what to press in a game. Yeah, <laughs> and they're just standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had
1: yeah, silver though. You forget like Diaz and Ferguson. They're like OG legends. You just forget how much silver did and how far ahead everyone he was with some of his kicks and all that. Like even though he's he's mucking around, showboating and doing weird shit, he's still landing like ridiculous spinning kicks and hard kicks and stuff. Like.
2: I haven't seen any of his boxing matches in recent years, but there seems to be a lot of hype that he, he's pretty talented at boxing. Yeah, yeah, as well. yeah. And I've seen on Instagram his son and him like training you know, to see a few of those workout videos, which are pretty cool. Yeah. But there seems to be like a lot of respect for his just his mm. boxing skills to learn his MMA. To
1: me, what seemed to separate him from – why he was so good was his speed and his um, reaction times. So if he's, I don't know how he looks now, but if he's still got that speed and the uh, like ability to dodge, he, you'd have to think he'd be pretty good still. But if yeah, obviously if he starts losing either of them two, then he's kind of fingered.
2: Yeah, he's forty-seven from what <laughs> I've heard. So that's, you've yeah. got to start losing some pace. And you'd think so, yeah, yeah. unless he's on the the magic juice. Which I'm sure they all are. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, who's really checking? Yeah. That's the, they, Don't they reckon Triple G <laughs> might be on the magic sauce? He's fighting Canelo again, right?
1: Oh, I think they freaking all are. Aren't They're they? going across
2: the south of the border and picking up some stuff. Yeah. Because he's 40-odd, isn't he? Or just, just nudging 40?
1: Well, they call it the, the tacos did day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the extra sauce in the tacos. <laughs> That's what, isn't that what happened originally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How funny is that?
1: Yeah. That's like, what did Wayne Carey come out with? Oh, with the anti- Anti-inflamm- anti-inflammatories. Yeah. <laughs> I said to Sarah, should have gone with collagen. Yeah. Because it's like. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: taste it. It tastes like calm. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> He's like, I won't do that. Should have gone with the collagen. They what a collagen rookie- powder at the yeah, table. What a rookie. Uh- <laughs> he must have been pretty busted up to like have a baggy. In the, well, I wonder what he was doing at that stage at the roulette table. Was he that down? He was trying to find like that one chip, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that chip in your pocket. you like, oh, what? I'm still in. Man, needed
1: the trader wear. Yeah. Pockets never give you trouble. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. give you trouble. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Wayne Carey, yeah, he gets away with everything. How
1: fucking good has the AFL been?
2: Oh, dude.
1: I felt like, because I've said so many times this year, I barely watched any games and then I was just full bandwagon since the finals, that first finals game, because we didn't talk about it last week when we had Rory on. But every final has just been incredible, hey. Yeah. Except there was a tiny bit of a blowout the last Dockers one. But that was always going to happen in Melbourne against Pires. Would, Yeah.
2: Collingwood just looked too tough, hey. They were just, you know, you know we can see one team is just way more physical and they're just in for it. Yeah. You could see from the get go, Collingwood were just manhandling a few of their bo- Dockers boys, just running through them with shoulders and it yeah. just looked like they wanted it more. Yeah. Well, yeah. not even though they want – I'm sure both teams want it more, but they just look like they're fucking so – They weird. need it a, cu- that, a, couple, a physical.
1: couple guys to stand up, and then the team all follows, eh? and they just
2: – Yeah, I think Collingwood Wood are uh, smoky, hey? You reckon? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a tough road for them, but they're up and about. They have been all year. Like, they've won those close games. They just seem to be galvanized. They're playing exciting footy. Yeah. The day that, is um, a fucking next level. That young one's a freak, dude.
1: Yeah. What did you think of um, that Barry dude, for Brizzy? That second half, did you watch that game against Melbourne?
2: Oh, no, I'm, I was. I watched it bits and pieces. We were at the park. Were you doing comedy and shit? Nah, we're at, we had like a work function on that Friday night. So I watched like the first half, but I wasn't, you know, not really watching, yeah. it. it was packed.
1: Well, you wouldn't have seen him the first half. He had like four touches. And then the second half, they moved him onto Oliver and he chopped up every clearance. He was just in the right spot and just bombing it in. But he, um, Oliver kind of pinned him down, had like his forearm across his um, jaw and throat. Yeah. And he um have you seen the footage and he reaches up and eye rakes him? Nah, did he? he <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He eye gouges him and he still doesn't really get him off. And then he double dips the facial. Full facializes
2: him. Retina tickle.
1: Yeah. And then they've um I've been wondering what was gonna happen, because you know, with finals, it was definitely an eye deliberate eye gouge, but at the same time, you kind of been pinned down <laughs> so you can see why he did it and you gave the warning the face rake warning <laughs> yeah well the first one was probably a better more than a warning it was <laughs>
2: <laughs> get over here, yeah. out of the couch. but you know
1: when it's finals you just hope they're a bit more lenient but i think they offered him a one-week ban and he appealed it so i think he finds out tonight whether he um does it do, do they play. go harsher
2: on you then when you appeal sometimes don't they well i
1: think it was one of the ones where it was one week no matter what yeah a free appeal almost
2: Clayton Oliver, he finds his own footy most weeks. So he did a good job to shut him down. Yeah. He always he's always up there with like 30 plus touches, eh? Yep.
1: Yep. yep.
2: Who's that backman for Melbourne, the big staunch O'Dor Rules looking dude, the big brick Man, because I don't play fantasy, I don't know all the names
1: either. Yeah. I'm still like looking at Collingwood and I see like Alan Dydak's number, <laughs> Leon Davis. I'm still like stuck in the old school. <laughs> Nick Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Dockers Dockers put up a good show though. They're gonna be they're gonna be exciting if they can keep building on that. Because they've got a young group. Yeah. So like they could hold their head up high for losing a Collingwood good team. Brisbane Brisbane looking good.
1: Brisbane are looking so good, eh? But like they have
2: Sydney and Geelong will wait though.
1: Lucky Neil just chopping up. Yeah. Why did Freo get rid of did he
2: want to leave or? I think he wanted to go right. I think he got offered bit of wedge and yeah. was it the opportunity to win a premiership did he did they earmark that brisbane were he probably thought brisbane had a bit more potential with their list
1: yeah he always got touches but i think maybe they underestimated how good he was well, well
2: the first year he went to brisbane did he win the brown low or <laughs> well, something like he a yeah. fucking he was straight into it. He, is he one of the favorites this year i think i don't know I thought, isn't brayshaw up oh, there yeah, as well brayshaw chopped hey. he's a gun yeah no yeah. it's going to be exciting couple of weeks now
1: yeah Man, yeah. I, yeah, the finals footy, it's just such it, – it's like when you watch origin footy, it's different to the normal.
2: The tempo's next level.
1: Yeah. I wonder how they could make every game that exciting. Like I think if you look at how many finals – there's been six finals, there's probably one game where it's over 100. You don't even care about the scores. You just love the closeness. and The, the pressure pre- of yeah. it all.
2: They, they could not possibly go at that. Um, intensity all the year round, they'd have, they have no list. Everyone would be, <laughs> be injured and just cooked. Yeah, that's true. Eh? I've just always been amazed from a talent development point of view. The clubs like Sydney and Geelong and, and the likes, they're never, ever far from the top eight always, hey? Like yeah. every year. How often do you see those clubs in the cellar, like at the bottom two teams, bottom three teams? Very rarely. They're always in yeah. and around the finals time. Their footy department must just be such a good operating system because they just bring the drafts in, they bring the young guys in and just seem to have this like – nev- they just have a really good balance of winning and developing. Yeah. You know, a lot of clubs will go, oh, we're, we're, we're rebuilding. These clubs seem to be rebuilding but also winning at the same time. Yeah. Because I swear that when it comes to finals times, those clubs are always in it. <laughs>
1: Imagine how hard it will be like with Richmond having a – like is Jack Rewall, I think he's going on or something. But imagine how hard it is when they've, you've got an ageing list that's been successful and they still want to play, but you think maybe the right thing to do would be to bring more players on.
2: Yeah, it's a tough thing in sport. Remember
1: they got rid of Brent Harvey?
2: Yeah, North that's Melbourne. Fun. He was 37 and chopping.
1: And he was killing it. Yeah. I remember just thinking that is so fucked up.
2: Yeah. And he was like looking better than ever. <laughs> yeah. His son's coming up, supposedly. Yeah, right. Who's like a gun as well. But yeah, it, it would be a hard thing for a list manager and like for a club in professional sport letting go of people that have served the club so well before they have a chance to retire on their own terms yeah when's Franklin's he had that crazy 10 year deal eh? yeah is it is this (coughs) year's last year or has he got one more I don't know isn't Dusty rumoured to be going nah apparently
1: he's solid he's contracted to the end of the year or something is he staying at Richmond yeah that's what they reckon
2: because there were rumours flying that he might go join Buddy
1: I think it was more media trying to sell that story
2: yeah okay yeah. I mean, you look at the Eagles list and that's quite an aging list. Yeah. But a lot of them have signed on <laughs> for like one or two more years. Yeah. So but it'd be, there's going to be a time where you've got to tap them on the shoulder and go, if they're not performing, that is, um, we got, we've got to get the young guys in. Yeah. We've paid that much for and they've been developing for three years. We need to give them game time. It's just the way the circle life, isn't it? Yeah. But if they're performing, age is just a number. If you're a fucking gun... You should be able to keep playing, get measured on your results, not on your age. Yeah. There's only a few outliers that can go deep into their like 30s, I think, in AFL. And it shows how much mental I guess
1: also you got for instance, Kennedy retiring, then getting how many goals did he get on his last game? Was like, like eight or yeah. something. Yeah. But I guess his teammates are feeding him knowing he's going out as well. But still kick him. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So people, yeah, little motivations. But you can't be that motivated every week, hey. Like it's your last game ever.
2: But him and Mundy were, him and Mundy were like having great seasons. Yeah, it could easily keep going, I reckon. But it's, but the body's a factor, right? Yeah. Like you easily can have the skill and execution, but sometimes their bodies just don't hold up. But like yeah. AFL so, and rugby and those sports and NFL—they're so rigorous on the body, hey. If yeah. you're in certain positions,
1: Do you reckon that first week of the finals was so good because of the week off rest, or you think it would have been like that anyway?
2: I reckon once comes finals time, everyone shows up. <laughs> yeah. you, you got it, don't you? And when you cross that line, yeah, that you've got to go give it everything you got. And that's why guys are pushing through like hairline fractures and injuries. Just you don't want to be sitting on the pine. Yeah, you want to be playing. Yeah. Did you see the surfing? No. So talk me through it because <laughs> they'll go into like a. They went to like a yellow alert and then they're like we're going to start but because it was like la time it was like, w- odd yeah. time i swear i woke up and then the whole comp was over already <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was,
1: it- <laughs> yeah it was basically I, I turned it on first thing in the morning and rewound it and
2: then um watched it all play out was it good or was it just like mush burgers at trestles oh
1: at the start you're like what a joke why are the, are the finals decided in these waves you just think fuck it should be at pipe or back door. but then as you watch they are fucking shredding the waves but for as long as it's there, I think Brazil's going to win. Yeah. They look so unstoppable on them waves. Yeah. If,
2: you, if, you, if you're in a position where it's you and a couple other people, you go on the Brazilian, hey?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, like there is other – like Jack, if he's on the right waves, could have sort of won. And same with Ethan. He didn't – it was just they weren't getting good rights and the wind come up a bit. It was just – yeah. Where do
2: they end up finishing then overall? Jack, uh, Jack and Ethan.
1: All the way it works, so... It was fifth, top five, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, fifth goes against fourth, and then whoever wins goes against the third. Whoever wins that goes against second, and then whoever wins that goes against the first guy, best of three. Okay. So Jack only had the one heat, and um Italo got him.
2: Yeah, okay. But so there's um, not many riders there at all? No, it's literally only
1: top five. eight oh, okay, men's yeah, and men's. okay. Yeah. Steph started in that fifth heat and surfed. So she surfed, must have surfed six heats or something in a row. <laughs> All like men, women, men, women. She just chopped. You can see like she only just got through her first heat and sussed the wave out and she just got momentum and her confidence up and then she was unstoppable.
2: Why do you think they chose Trestles as the final destination?
1: well oh, it's, it's high performance and I think it's mainland America. So they just-
2: Commercial marketing yeah. works well, yeah.
1: But- Put it at Pipe back door for sure. Oh, yeah, but then- <laughs> End
2: the year like at Hawaii. Can you start the year like that too though? Because like it's unfair if it's only the five at Hawaii. You want everyone there, right? Or well, do the- f- First and last event there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Do the that's finals in December and then the first event in January. Yeah, I reckon that's the way to do they it. They don't
1: need an off season, just have bigger gaps between
2: the comps. Yeah. Yeah. that would be fucking amazing that's the way to do it start yeah. it off there finish it there yeah let's see who's the final five pipe
1: yeah and pumping. then you're still going to get your years where it's small which will favor the some people and you'll get years where it's big and yeah you'll just have good
2: variety and there's nothing more picturesque for marketing and photography and all the commercial stuff than seeing pipe cooking yeah that's the it gets doesn't get any better than that that and chopes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there's ways for everyone too. Like it's right and left. Like it, I, it's a no brainer, surely.
1: You hope. Must be a lot,
2: but I think you're right, but mainland America is kind of that because WSL is very much, it's owned by that billionaire, right? Who funds it? Allegedly, yeah. Mm. And his wife likes surfing or something. Yeah. <laughs> so like it makes sense from a commercial marketing point of view, a guest to be there in California. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you don't get motivated as a viewer when you know it's just going to be mush, to be honest, even if it is like, High-performance Marsh.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like, Ilo and Philippe were just like computer game surfing, eh? On the left, like, <laughs> he just two, like two or three years away, eh? But...
2: It literally feels like you're playing like Kelly Slater surfing. Yeah. remember that on PlayStation. Yeah. Those guys at Next Level, you know how good they are where they make shit waves look good somehow? Yeah. Like when it was at, remember during the COVID year when they were, they were in Newcastle or whatever, and they're like... Toledo did like the biggest fucking air reverse of this like mushy left and it's like no one who just goes out casually during the week's doing that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a shame, eh? but I don't know. I've, I feel like Jack had such a good year and um, it's just the way that that turned out for the last comp just never favoured him.
2: He'd be pumped though, surely if as an athlete gone like so much momentum moving into the following years. Yeah. Like he's, he would have grown so much from this tour. Many, oh, yeah. How many yeah. wins did he end up getting? Two? two yeah. Was it the two wins? Yeah, he wins just, off, and G-Land?
1: just off winning it if it was the old school way.
2: Yeah. So like, it's exciting to yeah. see him like growing in confidence and it's only his like, what, second full year on the tour? Yeah. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with when he's <laughs>
1: – It's kind of uh, similar to the UFC thing with, you know, Diaz kind of went out on top over the organisation – the, a lot of the surfing community all hate that sort of finals format. And Steph in all her interviews just kept saying how, like, I feel like Carissa won the world title this year. It's kind of like <laughs> subtly saying, like, put it back.
2: Back to normal. Yeah. yeah. But
1: she's like, well, now I like it because I won. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the pressure, there was so much bad press leading into after Bells and Margs, right? Remember oh, the with the
0: cut and all that. Everyone yeah, was yeah, yeah. Cut. they
2: all fear the cut and... It makes sense though. Like I'd be pissed off too. If, if it's a good format what they've had previously, I don't, you don't need to change it there. Yeah. Would you reckon, would you be ever excited by seeing the WSL run a similar format to the UFC where they would do like matchmaking events? So like rant, like throw John John versus Slater against each other and it was more that sort of format
1: yeah that'd be sick it was
2: like pay-per-view events in a way where they knew chopes was pumping yeah and they threw up they had it they had like a waiting period and they're like all right we're on this is the card yeah they were pretty cool to see Hey, eh?
1: yeah imagine the finals was at chopes for this year that was a bit unreal just hand it to jacko
2: they should probably even rotate where the final finishes yeah like like out of all the tour, just work out what like you do for fixed stream for AFL or anything. Just go. This is where we this is where we start. This is where we finish. Yeah. Or maybe non negotiables. You start at Hawaii, but the rest is up for grabs. Yeah. Oh, but then conditions come into play and all sorts, don't they? So there's a, be, there's a lot more to sort of manage when you're doing a world tour than with like Mother Nature than you are if it's like closed stadiums or other sports.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch um, House of Dragon? Dragon? What did you think? It was weird last night, eh? Yeah.
2: It? Oh, on brand. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw that coming from Holloway, didn't you? No, I didn't. Didn't you? No. Nah. Yeah, Alicia was shocked. She was as well. kind of like wholesome. Nah. You could tell she's hungry for it. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, it, I think it was just right on brand for what Game of Thrones was like. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I, I could now tell. I look
2: back, I feel stupid. Yeah, Alicia was shocked. And I was like, Are "You kidding me?" Like from episode one, you could tell there was like a weird. I guess. Yeah, a little, there. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a good episode, though, it's get, it keeps getting better. Yeah. I don't know about how I feel about them going to be chopping her out for a new actress soon. Because oh, I reckon she fucking owns that. Uh, when they do the age. Yeah, I reckon they could have just aged her with makeup and that because I feel like she's killing the role.
1: Yeah. Don't you reckon?
2: Yeah, yeah, true. true it's hard true. to like when movies and shows – chop up an actor or actress and they tw- but it's the same character i always find that weird yeah like, that's not whitey <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah such parallels with the queen dying a eh, in the real life but yeah because i'm you know, i like understand and i mean no disrespect to the queen but i kind of haven't grown up even knowing what's going on in that family so it didn't really affect me at all but i know my mum um, got upset and I don't know like your sister and Alicia, they all love her, eh? The queen. Yeah. But Alicia
2: loves the royal family. Yeah. Alicia's like loves anything to do with like the, um, English history and yeah. yeah, she was, she was like real upset. She was crying when I woke up. I was like, oh, you're right. I didn't know what happened. Yeah. But I was like, she, she let's be honest. She had a pretty good life. <laughs> She's 94. Yeah. Good, or 96 or whatever. Good innings. Um, but yeah, definitely affected people.
1: How come... Do you reckon that she got booed right at the UFC? Do you reckon that's because of
2: Prince Andrew? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did she get booed? I didn't even hear that bit. Yeah, when the picture came up on the screen, everyone was booing. Oh, I didn't see that, eh? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe the Americans just feel a certain way. Yeah. It's weird when you hear the word king now, eh? Like King Charles? Yeah. Because you're always so used to having a queen yeah. in that position. But that's weird. Apparently, so she married a third cousin, eh? They're all like kind of related in those raw circles, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. She took over when she was 25 or something. That's pretty crazy when her dad passed. Yeah. It's, it's wild to think that you don't have a choice. Like if you're next in line, you're the one. Yeah. Like, so she, like a 25-year-old girl or woman. Imagine having that um, put, on, put on you that you've got to be the queen. Like, so whatever semi-normal life you may have had, if you can even have a normal life as a royal person, you've got the power that you didn't choose. Yeah. And you've got to do all these commitments. They'd be pretty stressful. For her to serve that long, that's fucking impressive. Do you see the photos like a couple of days out before she passed? No. On Instagram, there was like the royal family putting up a photo of her doing a meet and greet with the new prime minister who just got sworn in. And everyone on the comments like at that time, it was like nurses commenting going, oh, I don't like the look of her hand. That's not great. Like she looked quite frail, but she was obviously still fulfilling her duties um like oh that's really not good her hand because her hand was like so black um and bruised and like yellow um and heaps of people comment on it and then funny enough like three days later she's obviously yeah. passed hey, did i say how she died no i don't know was it just old age yeah
1: i don't know so what heart attack
2: oh i don't know but what is that when that's circulation right if you if you're starting to bruise like a peach and your hands like yellow could have been a tat a tat. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably what well, it was old age. But fuck, she was working up to like 94. Yeah. I didn't know she used to drink every day. Shout out, eh? Peace. Yeah, gin. She loved her gin. Yeah, it was There's great. like some royal um, routine where she'd have like three gins during the day and then a champagne before she went to bed. It's probably adrenochrome. What an a baller. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Fetal blood or some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, they would have had all the secret juice, say. Hey? Yeah. Apparently, the some
1: theory's gone around. She died three years ago, and that was a, a double. Oh <laughs> Seriously, people think <laughs> that. Yeah. Did you see the footage That's of where they're walking down the street? It's all quiet and somber. They're, like, walking and- a guy in the crowd yells out, "Prince Andrew, you're an old sick cunt or something.
2: <laughs> oh, I've seen. Has he been doing public outings? I think they probably pulled him after that. <laughs> this one
1: dude just yelled because dead silence, so you hear it so clear.
2: Oh, he'd be you're a sick him. old
1: man or something. And then the cops all grab him and he's like,
2: what, what? <laughs> yeah, he's, I don't sweat. <laughs> I thought he was like banished to a dungeon or like some castle and never, never land to- Was that rumored that s- might be happening? Stay away from, oh, well, when all that smoke was on him for the shit he was doing. Remember they just like, I swear they banished him yeah. to like a castle just to get away from, try distance themselves from it. They've got it. Because I swear that's why people <laughs> boo
1: him and that because they just see him like- going to Epstein's Island and shit, pumping young underage chicks. I think he's got that pedo tag. Oh, for sure. So that's why it just puts the whole family, just makes them look sus.
2: Yeah. And then when Harry and- And the fact
1: they sweep it under the rug, try and hide him, try and move him out of different countries or whatever. It's like-
2: Imagine the stuff they had to clean up for him like the PR. Imagine being a PR person for the royal family, what you've got to do. Yeah. If you're the Mr. Fixing, those people that have to like fix the smear campaigns and stuff. Yeah. Like the um, – when Harry and Meghan were on Oprah and they were like telling all about the royals and saying how like it was a racist sort of – there was racist moments. Yeah. Worrying about the colour of their baby and all that. Is that and why then they she's so hated? Cause I don't know. You don't know. what, But that then they were like copying it obviously because everyone's like, oh, the royal family's racist. And then Prince William's at like school visits and there's someone shouting out some of things like – so the royal family racist or what? He's like, we are absolutely not racist. <laughs> like, they've got to speak so proper. Like, you, what, for one moment, I'd like to see them say something like, "Yeah, fuck off." Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, because <yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah. they've got to speak so ever so proper.
1: Yeah, it trips me out all that. How many, like in Persia and all that? There's, there's still like mega rich shit. You don't even hear like they get politicized, obviously, and talked about a fair bit. But there's in every sort of country, there's still families like that, hey. I guess there's all the oil sheiks through, like, the Middle East and all that.
2: Yeah. Well, Ash, remember, I don't know if Ash spoke about in the podcast, but him and Stolbender went and did a visit to Saudi Arabia or whatever, and they were, like, at some sheiks' wedding. Yeah. They got invited to, and they're all – and he just says it was next level. I think Rick Ross somehow rocked up and was singing. Like, this, <laughs> this is a different world. Like, these sheiks just fly in, celebrities yep. for corporate gigs and – there's it's next level money, they're the ones with the tigers and make yeah. their own rain above their house with like just cloud systems. <laughs> it's just next level. How does it come about though that they are got massive,
1: massive trillions of wealth through oil, but like how did they get in the position to be the ones that own the oil? I and guess it's on just, the land, yeah, aren't they? isn't that what it just seems so weird that a select few can get all that
2: wealth, yeah, I know. Who's that, Who are the richest families in the world? Is it the Rockefellers?
1: Oh, from, through banking from way back. No, I think these oil, the Saudi Arabia, all them dudes are the um, dollar-wise the wealthiest. Yeah. So I think the queen will come
2: in like fifth. I know. So there's the uh, Rockefeller who did the bank, but what was the one that – what's that other family name that's like up there with them? Jesuits. And, or- and it came across the oil in like Middle East. He was like literally went looking for it and like pioneered it in a foreign land and then was like, we're drilling here and it ended up being like way back in the day and they're one of the richest families in the world to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the
1: Saudi Arabia or the Abu Dhabi or all through that region. Yeah, so what you could
2: just go there and if you're on it, well, it's similar to like Twiggy and all them, right? You find I guess, fine ore, yeah. that's your spot <laughs> and then they fucking print money. Yeah. Is that how it all works these days?
1: Is that what, is imagine that what, future, like Musk is the, he's- is he? He's not going to Mars,
2: eh? Oh, they'll get there. Who? Well, him personally? Yeah. <laughs> and then it, who owns? Like, is that say, what he's saying? say, there's a resource
1: there that's so valuable. Like, is that become his? Because he he's the one that got there.
2: Uh, so, like, bagsies. Probably. He's like, is, like, is it like first in, best dress? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Imagine being the first person on Mars. Your head would probably just pop, eh? Huh?
1: Yeah. That's like who decides? Say, there's in the future the real estate's in the sky or whatever. Who do you give it to? And like underground tunnels, you know, he's building all that shit. Like when people own land on the surface, how deep does your ownership go? Like if you just got two two meters down, yeah, and then all of a sudden it's not yours. It's open slaver. Yeah. <laughs> See about the future. You got to build up or down, right? You know, yeah. Like if all the land sold or whatever.
2: You know, if you're if they do colonize Mars, then is there a title of like president of the world? Is it going to be a position where someone of earth is like the president of earth? They'll have well, to, has to be has it to be becomes multi-planetary. of power. Planetary. It yeah. has to be right. Yeah. That's when a world war three starts. Yeah. Because people who, who's gonna, we're
1: smart enough to be in Mars. Surely we're not still killing each other on earth.
2: I think it's so primal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you reckon that people just do idiot things? Yeah. There's that reptile part of the brain, I reckon. But th- that is what's crazy. Cause if they do move to Mars, then it's like, say, colonel elon musk on mars is like the emperor of the, that country or that world there has to be someone here that has to step up yeah it, it just automa- automatically like devalues country leadership in yeah. a way
1: yeah hang on i just gotta be one set where there i'm back just got my trader wear on there's a yeah. dude coming around before you know before you put a slab down you're gonna get it pest sprayed for termites and shit oh yeah so he's doing that so we can go on
2: Non-stop here, eh? <laughs> yeah, do you reckon if it was a race between who was going to lead Earth, what country you reckon would...
1: Oh, Musk or China, yeah. It would be China or America.
2: Or Russia? Yeah. It would be World War Three, right? Unavoidable? <laughs> They're putting
1: too much time into Ukraine there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: true. It'd be scary if it got to that point because, fuck, the United Nations aren't going to solve problems, are they?
1: Nah. The problem I've got is my fucking mattress
2: is it still here I got rid of the old one but the new one have you ended up getting a hold of the mattress people yet at all because last week we tried to call them and got nothing didn't we
1: yeah yeah should try to call them again <laughs> but probably it's going to be the same result is
2: I your think. number on private though they're probably just thinking who's this sus customer call and no one answers businesses. private numbers businesses have to answer. do you reckon yeah I didn't <laughs> <laughs> private number goodbye really you surprised who can find you
1: Oh, how you going? Um, I was just calling up about my uh, mattress I bought from you guys. Yes? Oh, how can I help? Oh, I bought it and uh, in the showroom it felt quite soft and then I got it and it was very, uh, it was a bit too stiff so I thought oh, I'll come in I'll buy a mattress topper and then um, I put the topper on. Can you hear me? Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. yeah.
1: yeah. I put the topper on and... Um, was still a little bit sore, still got a little bit of a sore back, so then I came in and
0: okay. I bought
1: another topper mm-hmm. and um, still wasn't quite soft enough. And then oh. I don't know if there's a limit if you guys put a limit on how many toppers you can put on, but I've ended up putting on, I'm up to like oh. my 11th topper. Doesn't
0: sound too good,
1: no, <laughs> no. Nah.
0: How long ago did you purchase the mattress?
1: I've been buying about a topper a week, so about 11 oh. weeks ago.
0: Eleven weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, what I can do is I can try to look at your old um, your sales order, see what the company is. This might be under um, <clears throat> one of the customer service issues. So, what um, we can do is. Um, we can contact the suppliers directly. Yeah.
1: And see what they do. You can s- do yeah. How many um, toppers do people normally go? Like, have you got a limit on it, or uh, like, surely really I've I've hit a record? Sure is there a store important. record? Oh no,
0: I've never heard anyone put eleven. I've only uh, I think I think one is the normal. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The yours sounds pretty size. I've had bad. to because um,
1: yeah. you know how yeah, thick they terrible. are. I've had to buy like sheets on every oh. four toppers. Oh is a a new sheet so i've like it's become very expensive yeah i even i lost my cat around the six topper i think he might be in there somewhere
0: (laughs) if i can get a name please i'll have a look at your order
1: yeah my friend actually has been teasing me he said i've created mount neverest oh (laughs) yeah i thought what i was wondering though because i i think I've reached my limit of buying toppers but yeah, now I've got yeah, the problem of actually getting in. I was wondering if you sell like ladders or like uh, step ladders to like bed ones so I can like actually get in because it's so hot.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I I I understand what you mean. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, have you you don't have this problem?
0: No, I've never actually heard anyone <laughs> no no other situation like this before. But um, all our mattresses, they do have 10-year warranty. So within these, uh, I'm not really sure if, the, if this problem can be included in the uh, manufacturing warranty. But what, what they can do is the manufacturer themselves, they can come in and have a look at your mattress. What do but I do with no
1: all far. these toppers, though? Like I, I've invested so much now, I've come so far, I feel like I've got two options now to either lift the ceiling height or do you sell kits? If I was to try raise the ceiling, so I could <laughs> so fit sorry. in still.
0: I won't be able to help in that uh, field. But uh, if I can get a name, please, before we forget. Yeah, yeah. The name under your uh, order was put in.
1: Yeah, Matthew Rest is my name.
0: Matthew Rest as in W-E-S-T? R-E-S-T. W-E-S-T. No problem. Let me see if I can find you there. I'll
1: just pop you on quick hold. I won't be long. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to come on now as a second? <coughs> you can be um, your partner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> That's, That's that. so good. Are
2: you there? Hi, sorry, this is uh, Blaine. Matt Matt's just gone to check on the toppers. I'm just his partner.
0: Okay. From here. Um, I'm having trouble uh, Finding Matthew's uh, old order Would I be able to grab
2: A phone number Yes
0: yeah, I think his caller ID Is blocked So I can't
2: see from here Yeah Well it's the Seely Harmony King We got The 1649 Is that coming up mm-hmm. 1649, 1649 Just have a quick look And it might If it's not under um, Matthew Ress It might be under Maybe my name I can't remember We, we purchased it together So It's oh,
0: yeah. I can try your name Yep yeah.
2: Uh, it's Blaine, B L A N E. B L E N E. A B L A N E, Blaine. Um, K-E-T-T. K-E-T-T. K-E-T-T.
0: Let
2: me have a look on that. Oh, yes, I found you. Are you guys in Dunn Creek? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um, to... That's fantastic work. Thank you. <laughs> Matt Come down from the topper They found it Sorry Matches No problem No problem <laughs> Okay and
0: it was uh, We paid double
2: uh, mattress right? Ah uh, we paid cash Yeah I see there's an order
0: For a double mattress And a base
2: Oh no base But we'll take one We probably need one To get up onto all the toppers Do you have like this <sighs> Do you have the step ladder? Does that come up? I was actually joking because all, like, all the toppers, we actually were laughing. At all. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. The um 11 yeah. toppers that we had, I was thinking, yeah. far out, if I wanted these much tops, I'd go clothes shopping, you know? And, oh. oh, it's a joke we had, me and Matt. We're always laughing in bed. Sorry that happened to you, guys. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Fun Craig, we like to call it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, the order that I'm just looking at has a, a double
2: mattress in
0: it is that what you
2: purchased? no it was king king King. yeah RIP the queen we got the king is it not coming up? it It was the snooze the snooze gel infused topper was included
0: so not on this order Mm. might have been a different one Then yes I found one with your name blanket uh, yes Okay. Uh, this was purchased sometime in 2012 So might be a different
2: one then yeah. Time flies when you have a lot of toppers no. <laughs> High altitude You mentioned it was 11 weeks ago So it should be
0: 2022
2: uh, oh, COVID went from <laughs> there Try a
0: different name or a mobile number
2: please Sorry uh, Okay, it might be 0410 zero 547, zero. 547. 363, mm-hmm. three, maybe?
0: 363.
2: Mm-hmm. Three. I, I don't know if that's. Um, uh... Oops. Should we get a refund if we come in? Do you want us to like bring the receipts and we can maybe get a refund? Would that be easier if we came in and saw you? Uh,
0: my boss, actually, mm. Ben is in here. I can. um. It would be better if you talk directly to him because he's the one doing the refund or return or stuff. So, yeah, he's actually
2: in here. He's the boss here. So, yeah. Okay. Um. Maybe it might be under, I don't know what, maybe it's under Phil O, but the H is silent in Phil. Phil. So, P-H-I-L and then O-W-E, but the H is silent in Phil. So, it's like Pillow number that you've given me earlier Sorry, please bear with me okay thank you <laughs> I've got to go Matt fell off the bed we'll, we'll call you back oh no the Matt toppers
0: top- <laughs> Sorry, oh, to go.
2: She, <laughs> she was just taking it when she was stuck off the cat top- <laughs> in Dunkirk <laughs> when she said that I was like oh, <laughs> Your face, hey, like, you were like crack. When she said I found you, I was like, What? <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> <Blank>. <laughs> I thought I was like pillow. Oh <laughs> no.
1: How on earth do, is there a blanket?
2: Don't <laughs> we, we need to meet them. And then she goes, "Oh, it's 2012. <laughs> how, how far back we going? Holy shit, that is gold." <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with with your mattress Well, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> oh, she was so sweet. She was kind of nice, mm. just kind of caring. Also bluffing her way through her job. Like, <laughs> she has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> She could look up a computer, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Data entry on point. Oh, oh cause even when you were talking to her at the start, she wasn't even letting you, she was like already buttoning. in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, does she know this is a prank call already? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty legit. Fucking hell. Well done, boys. <laughs> that was good. You. <laughs> and uh, Matthew Ress. <laughs> <Yeah>. Matthew, <Mattress. laughs> Oh shit. Oh, God bless her. Hey. Yeah. Let's wrap it up on that. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. You've got, it's all happening here, eh? Yeah. You're a busy man. Podcasting, building. People will respect that, Whitey. Yeah, it's the Traderware. Shout out to Rusty, all the patrons. Legend patrons. Before we go, fun show. Shout out to everyone in Bunbury that showed up for Rory's um, show and some Grin Reapers crew. Fucking fun, man. Froth Brewery. Place is legit down there. It's only just open, but the sickest brewery. The crowd was electric. How was Whitford's that night? So fun, dude. Oh, Oh, curveball too. The weather was hectic because it's in the sky deck up top rain can get in i think we spoke about it like yeah. there's this is one window pissed down rain so it's like completely re um change up the room and the seating but we made it into a more of a traditional comedy sort of room because usually most nights you can go there you can have like dinner and drinks and stuff but it was more probably of a rows of seats setting but it ended up being it was such a fun show everyone crushed um crowd was sick and then straight down to bunbury yeah, and that was sick. And be- how did Alex oh, go? Did he like the crowd in that? Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he yeah. did well. Yeah, he he he, hated, he said he wanted to kill himself after Whifford's show because he he probably didn't do that well. But I thought he did well. But it, he just was, was one of those nights where his jokes were real. His set was real, like smooth. But yeah. he just probably wasn't getting the pop he wanted. Yeah. Um, but he killed it in Bunbury, and um, he they did Wreck-A-Bite on Friday night. And Freeman on Saturday night. I did Oasis on Saturday night. That was a fucking hell fun show. Yeah. Um but yeah, I didn't see them after Bunbury. I haven't seen them, they're in Adelaide now. That was a good <laughs> chat. That was funny.
1: Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was good, that was that pod. So that morning I think I went swimming what day was it? Was it a Tuesday?
0: Tuesday, yeah. yeah. So
1: that morning yeah, I went swimming and had sauna. I was feeling a million bucks. Then Rory wanted wine, so we drank like two bottles of wine. As soon as that pod finished I had a sore throat. And then I, I got um I didn't really get sick though. I just got a sore throat for like four or five days from that.
2: Yeah. Just like maybe anything anything else like th- though? Like sinus? Or you reckon it was from the... A bit of a snot nose. Yeah. I th- I Could think a have been few an attitude for that. the
1: toppers. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's good that you've shaken it off.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, yeah, I was still working every day and doing shit. So
2: mm.
1: it was just annoying. I don't think... Yeah, I don't normally drink white wine. Surely white wine can't give you a throat. But it must have been picked it up from Jet Hill sick or juice. Yeah,
2: I, I had like... And similar thing to that the other week, just like ears and nose and sinus. a bit weird. I know Charlie had it and Alicia. Yeah. But like I wasn't sick, but it was just enough to annoy you. Yeah. But you guys were were punishing that white wine. I can't do wine, eh?
1: Yeah. Blaine Cat, he drinks a bit.
2: He loves it, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Drank (laughs) Cat, But yeah, shout out to the Patreon. Shout out to all the legends, listeners. Love the support. Shout out to uh, Manscaped and Rusty. And we'll see you guys all next week. Yes, peace out. See you.